Hey there everyone, I'm Asha Billington and you're watching The Campfire. It's our final episode in our summer camp journey and we're gonna break down District 24 6A. Guys, I can't believe it's almost done. We've gone through private schools, small schools, Division 1 and 2 of 5A, and now we're on our final 6A district. These are the teams that you'll be seeing in 24-6A. Brazoswood, Dickinson, Clear Brook, Clear Lake, Clear Creek, Clear Falls, and Clear Springs. I know y'all have been hearing it for weeks now, but you can vote for who you think will take the district crown in 24-6A on our Twitter account. It's IHSS Houston. And now we have a trivia question for you. Which Dragon Ball character was voiced by Clear Creek alumni Christopher Sabat? A. Gohan, B. Vegeta, C. Trunks, or D. Krillin? Y'all just thought because it's the last episode, I was gonna take trivia easy on you. <laughs> no, I take pride in these trivia questions. But if you think you have the correct answer, go anywhere you can find the campfire. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and put a comment on what you think the correct answer is. Also, if you're a podcast person, you're in luck. The campfire comes in podcast form. Go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to see our entire catalog of Inside High School Sports Podcast. Now it's time for the film session. Presented by your local GEICO offices in Cypress, Spring, Pearland, and East Houston. District 24-6A is a seven-team league with six holdovers from the previous two seasons. Dickinson, Clearbrook, Clear Creek, Clear Falls, Clear Lake and Clear Springs remain in this district, and Brazoswood replaces Alvin as the seventh team in the league. Dickinson won the district title last year, cruising through the league schedule with an average margin of victory of 41 points. The Gators must replace star quarterback and district MVP Mike Welch, but Dickinson returns seven all-district performers on the offense after averaging nearly 45 points a game in 2019. If a young Dickinson defense can step up, the Gators could once again be one of the area's top teams. Clear Springs won three consecutive district championships from 2016 to 2018, and the Chargers hope to reclaim their throne atop the 24-6A standings. Much like Dickinson, Clear Springs returns a lot of firepower on the offensive side of the ball. Most notable, running back Kai Woods and wide receiver Caleb Himes. The biggest difference is that the Chargers should be much more experienced on the defensive side of the ball, with eight all-district standouts returning for Clear Springs. Last season, Clear Falls was one of the best feel-good stories in the Houston area, getting off to the best start in school history and eventually earning its first playoff berth since 2013. Now, the Knights look to take the next step forward as the bar has been raised at Clear Falls. This is a program worth keeping an eye on moving forward under fifth-year head coach Zach Head. Clear Creek ended a three-year playoff drought in 2019 as the Wildcats finished fourth in this competitive district to earn a postseason bid. The Wildcats can count on a pair of talented running backs, Rayfield Conley and Jeremiah Crum, to carry the load on offense. But Clear Creek's defense gave up an average of 52 points in the final three games of the season, all losses, and the Wildcats will need to improve defensively to contend for the district crown. 
Clear Lake went 3-7 a year ago after going to the playoffs the prior two seasons. Look for a bounce-back season out of the Falcons in 2020. Clear Brook is also looking to rebound after going 2-8 last fall. John Tolles takes over as the Wolverines head coach after he made back-to-back -back state championship appearances with Duncanville the last two years. And those special teams are made of special players. We take a look at a few from District 24-6A and our players on the rise. Presented by Grimaldi's Pizzeria. Clear Lake safety Mark Wilson is one of the best in District 24-6A. He had 54 tackles in the 2019 season and five pass breakups. Wilson will be the leader in the secondary for his senior season and is committed to U of H for their 2021 class. Dickinson junior Donovan Green is ranked the number one tight end in the country for the 2022 class. Green was a District 24-6A first team selection in 2019, as well as a Max Prep sophomore All-American. He had 615 receiving yards and five receiving touchdowns in his debut season. Cameron McAllister is Clear Brooks' signal caller that came on the scene in 2019. McAllister was just a sophomore last season who put up 1,325 passing yards and 15 passing touchdowns. He is considered a pro-style quarterback and will be an even bigger threat in 2020 after getting games under his belt. Running back Quinn Bowen is an athlete for Clear Falls, not only utilized for his speed, but his hands as he can catch almost anything he throws away. As a junior, he had 1,353 total yards and 21 total touchdowns. Bowen averaged 71.8 rushing yards per game and had 154 carries. Clear Springs wide receiver Caleb Himes will be a senior this season. He's a big piece of the offensive scheme for the Chargers. In 2019, he had 39 receptions for 693 yards. He added 47 rushing attempts for 370 yards and 14 total touchdowns. And those athletes accomplish great things on the gridiron. But do you know somebody from the high school sports scene doing great things in your community? A player, coach, or team going that extra mile. Nominate them for a Chevy Spotlight. To nominate, go to IHSSChevySpotlight.com and stay tuned to our social media accounts to see if your nomination is highlighted. Now it's time for our Media Day segment, where we talk to coaches about their teams and the district they'll be seeing in 2020. All right, this is Ward Fasol, producer of Inside High School Sports, and we are joined with the Clear Falls head coach, Zach Head. Zach, how are you doing today? Doing well, doing well. Excited for the season. Uh, just ready to get going. You, you have a reason to be excited. You guys uh, made your second overall playoff performance last year, and uh, how do you feel you, this team can build off of that? Uh, just they created a lot of positive excitement. You know, the, the, the players have seen now that we can have the success and, you know, achieve our goal, which last year that was our, you know, our ultimate goal was to get in the playoffs. And uh, they've had it, and, you know, now they're hungry for more. Uh, so our guys coming back that were part of our varsity last year are eager to, to build upon what we, what we established. And then our younger guys, you know, we had a freshman team that was 10-0 and district champs. Uh, very excited about, you know, what the future holds. And, and some guys that come up from our JV as well that had a successful year. All around program-wide, there's a lot of the, the fight. I was going to say, how much is that a, a key for you to have a, have a younger team come up that has seen success and experienced success? They're 10-0 and now they're ready to fit in and, and they don't know anything but winning right now. It's critical, just their mindset, their confidence, 
you know, they, they've seen the hard work pay off. They, they, they realize that, you know, those goals can be achieved. And so they're hungry for more. That's what's really special about it. We've seen, obviously, there's been nothing normal about our off season with everything that's gone on. But, uh, you know, through what we had of off season and then into our summer work, you can see the, uh, the desire of these young men to, to expand upon what we did last year. Talk a little bit about your district. Uh, not much has changed. You lost Alvin, brought in Brazzerwood, but you still have that Goliath ahead of you there in Dickinson and, and, and a bunch of teams that you're familiar with, with the clear clear teams out there. Talk about the district a little bit and then what you think you're going to face going in. Oh, man, it's tough. Uh, every every Friday night, Saturday, whatever it is, it's going to be a challenge. Certainly Dickinson and Clear Springs have been the, the champions of our district for the last four or five years now. And so they're the two that everybody's chasing. Um, they're very, very well coached, very talented. The rest of the, the teams in our district are in a similar boat. Some great coaching, great players, and it's a challenge every night. Coach, thank you for your time and your insight on District 24-6A. Good luck to you and your team in the 2020 season. We'll be right back after a couple messages from our sponsors. Chevrolet Inside High School Sports is brought to you by your Houston area Chevy dealers. Visit your nearest dealer to test drive our award-winning products. The film session is presented by your local GEICO offices in Cypress, Katy, Spring, and Pearland. To get more information or a quote, go to geico.com Houston. The Players on the Rise is presented by Grimaldi's Coal Brick Oven Pizzeria. Grimaldi's Pizzeria is open for dine-in, carry-out, and delivery. Visit grimaldispizzeria.com. Welcome back to the campfire. I feel kind of emotional right now because this is my last district to talk to you guys about. Yes, I know you'll be seeing me on other things on IHSS Houston, but the campfire has become very fun to my heart because I get to hang out with you all. I also get to hang out with the man that we have on next. It's now time for the district breakdown. We welcome in Inside High School Sports Insider, Matt Harris, to break down District 24-6A. Matt? Thanks, Ashley. I can't believe we're finally here. We started these previews with the Houston area private schools all the way back in April, and we're finally to 24-6A, which is our last district season preview. We close it out with Dickinson, Brazoswood, and the Clear Creek ISD schools. This was a district dominated by Dickinson last season, followed by the Clear Creek schools all bunched up together for the most part. For that reason, I begin with the reigning champs and the team I think is the favorite to repeat in the Dickinson Gators. It's been a while since Dickinson didn't win its district and I don't see that changing this year. The loss of former All-State quarterback Mike Welch to UH isn't fun, but the Gators have more than enough talent to fill in around the quarterback. I'm not sure who will take over at the QB spot, but whoever it is will have an embarrassment of riches at the skill positions. Dickinson utilized three different players at running back last season and all are back after posting similar stats between them in Asuru Allah, Reggie Sanders, and Donovan Bradley, who isn't the only great Donovan on this team, by the way. Donovan Green is one of the most dominant tight ends in the entire nation, and he'll play college ball wherever he wants. Kyron Smith and Keith Cooper will lead a young defense that returns just two starters, but Dickinson has a history of being able to replace talent at a high level. Expect great things from the Gators this season. Next up is a team that rallied to an impressive 7-3 season in the Clear Falls Knights. Quinn Bowen will be one of the best players in the district and perhaps one of the most versatile as well. Bowen saw time at running back and wide receiver last season and he excelled at both. Pearson Morelli started at running back and will move over to fill a hole at quarterback. 
Bowen and wideout Luke Vidal will be great weapons for him as he adjusts. The DBs will be the strength of the defense with Tristan Zarella and Caleb Bayless, and the linebackers will be led by Cannon Garza, who's perhaps the best playmaker on the Knights' defense. Also in the conversation at the top of the district is Clear Springs, making up a pretty clear top three teams in 24-6A in my mind. The Chargers finished 6-5 last season and bowed out to a good Pearland Dawson squad in round one of the playoffs. They'll need to find a new quarterback, but there's talent around that spot. Caleb Himes and Marquise Johnson will lead the receivers while Kai Woods returns in the backfield after running for more than 1,000 yards and 16 scores last season. The defensive line is one of the best in the district and will feature Christian Cardenas and Zalen Smith, while Michael McBride made an all-district team as a sophomore in the secondary. I think the game between Clear Springs and Clear Falls will decide who gets the second seed and who gets third, and I'm honestly not sure who I'm taking in that one. There are three intriguing teams that will fight it out for the last playoff spot, but I'm going with Clear Creek. The Wildcats made a playoff appearance last season despite a 4-7 record, ultimately resulting in a playoff loss to Drake Jesuit. This means I have the same four playoff teams from 2019 making the playoffs again this season. Clear Creek is singing a familiar tune to the rest of the teams in this district, given that there's a spot to fill at quarterback, but talent returns at the skill positions around that. Rayfield Conley and Jeremiah Crum form a nice one-two punch in the backfield after combining for more than 1,800 yards last season, with Conley accounting for more than 1,000. Dante Frederick is a strong candidate to take the quarterback reins as a sophomore, which I'm a fan of. It would give Clear Creek an established starter for two seasons after a growing year in 2020, but we'll see what they choose to do. On defense, Caleb Matthews at defensive end and Dakari Tuxen at linebacker will lead the unit. I think Clear Creek is an obvious favorite for the final playoff spot, but two teams interest me a lot moving forward, and I'll start with Clearbrook. The Wolverines bring in championship pedigree and former Duncanville defensive coordinator John Towell to take the reins. The offensive line needs to replace talent, but the Wolverines bring back a talented backfield. Quarterback Cameron McAllister threw for nearly 1,400 yards as a sophomore last season, and Trent Lacey got some experience next to him at running back as well. Jalen and Jason Price return out wide to make life easier for McAllister. On defense, Cameron DeVault will lead the line and the young unit as a whole. The Wolverines leaned on a strong sophomore class last season and could do so again in 2020 with the most likely young contributor being Zion Little. Success won't come immediately for Tal, but a young squad will have time to adjust to him and Clearbrook could become a problem for 24-6A in the future. The other team that could challenge for the fourth playoff spot is Clear Lake. The Falcons fell off to a 3-9 season last year after a playoff appearance in 2018. The offense will return just three starters and needs to be rebuilt. Tyler Durst saw some time as a sophomore last season at quarterback and figures to be the full-time starter this season. He'll have some good targets to throw to in Brendan Lyon and Rodney Searles, but the strength of the team will be the defense. Mark Wilson and Hayden Burton anchor will be a strong defensive line, while Eric Hunter and Julian Humphrey will hold down the secondary. Clear Lake will definitely compete, but I think the lack of answers on offense holds them back this season, which is why I have my playoff picture how it is with Dickinson, Clear Falls, Clear Springs, and Clear Creek. The final team to discuss is Brazoswood, who struggled to an 0-10 season in Coach Danny Young's first year at the helm. There are a lot of questions to be answered this year for the Buccaneers, and quarterback will be one of them. Whoever steps into that spot will have the benefit of a good offensive line led by Cage Stroud and Trevor Dyson, while Cameron Whipple moves to running back. 
the wide receivers are led by Damian Leal, who also plays safety. And speaking of which, safety is one of the defensive strengths for the Bucks, with Leal teaming up with Reed Mitchell. The best defender for Brazoswood is lineman Caleb Manning. The goal for the Buccaneers will be to get on the board and put together a few wins to build momentum for the future. For the final time this summer, that leaves me with my team and player to watch. My team to watch is the Clear Springs Chargers. The funny thing is, I'm not even sure if they wind up locking down the two seed, but I think if there's any team in the district that can challenge Dickinson for a district title, it's them. Dickinson was the only district team to beat Clear Springs last season, and the need to break in a new quarterback could be enough for the Gators to slip up against a talented Clear Springs squad. I'm not saying that's a likely outcome at all, but I'm very interested to see where Clear Springs finishes this season, making them my team to watch. My player to watch is Dickinson tied in Donovan Green. I saw Dickinson play at Allen last season, and Green was one of the most impressive pass catchers I've seen in a while. My other favorite pass catcher in Houston is North Shore's Shadrick Banks, but Green couldn't be more opposite with how he gets it done. Green is a big tight end who also possesses the athletic ability necessary to flex out to receiver on occasion. He runs good routes and he's pretty fast for a player of his size at 6 foot 4 and 220 pounds. He's basically unguardable. I typically tend to pick quarterbacks for my player to watch because of their vital role in a team's success but the lack of returning quarterback talent made it the perfect chance for me to pick a tight end. Green is one of the most impressive players I've watched, and I would definitely recommend going out and catching a Dickinson game to check him out for yourself. That's all I've got for this offseason, Ashley. It's been a lot of fun. Back to you. Matt, what a way to end summer camp. It's been great. Thank you for joining me on the campfire. And thank you all for tuning into the campfire. It's been so much fun going into these districts with you all and getting an inside look on everything that we might be seeing in the 2020 season. It's been real fun, but it's not over yet. Continue to follow our social media accounts. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. That'll be bringing you some really great content throughout the year. I'm Ashley Bullington, and thank you again for joining me on the campfire.